Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And welcome back, everyone. Hello. Hello there. We are going to be going through episode 504 of mm. Outlander. Ooh, ooh. Um, last episode, it's been a few weeks since, or no, it's been, yeah, it's been a few weeks since we've recorded, but I think last episode was like, the creepy Beardsley cabin <laughs> one with the man with the apoplexy and the the spooky vibes, Fanny Beardsley yeah. being all weird. <laughs> then they got a baby. Then they have a baby. Right, right. And some, they you know, up- just some random creepy weirdness. It's fine. Some goats and stuff. Fine. They ended no the deal. episode like, and we have this baby that now we got a baby. What do we do? What do we do with this? What do we do with this? Um, take it, apparently. Yeah. Well, you can't leave. <laughs> if can't you leave a baby, you take it. You don't. <laughs> that is not legal advice. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you just find a random baby. Take baby, it. Take it. Pretty <laughs> the baby matcher. Oh my god! Brittany, I almost oh god. spit out my tea. I oh, almost you're just like advocating for kidnapping. Nobody take babies. My God, unless it's like, your baby. <laughs> it just reminds me of that. Remember that video? Like Lindsay Lohan was like live streaming, and she was convinced she was like seeing this child being like stolen or trafficked, and she was like trying to take take this child from their parents. <laughs> Can't just take babies. Oh, don't just take children. Oh, oh bless you, Lindsay don't. Lohan. I hope oh, good things for her. She really went through it. She did. Her and Amanda Bynes too. And like honestly, like me girls, fucking peak cinema, man. Like, that was off. Does it get was, better? That was no. brilliant film, you know? Still brilliant. That was great. Absolutely brilliant. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we're off to a strong start. Oh God. Strong start. Um, okay, so let's just jump into this because this okay, in terms of pages of script, this is one of the longer ones. Oh gone through. But um, okay. So this is episode four of season five called it is. Yes. The Company We Keep. The Company We Keep. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Right. I know. Right. Which is I it's so weird because like the first couple seasons, I have the episode titles like so memorized and it all makes so much sense to me. And then season five, like some the especially like so some of the earlier ones i'm like i cannot for the life of me keep track of absolutely all of them like yeah like what is oh right okay three three was free will okay there we go so yes this is the company we keep like free like okay i, I guess the creepy okay, cabin sure. one was free will so this one's the company we keep okay. um so we have our we have a recap we have our sing me a song of a loss that is gone there you go. Um, okay, so we start the episode with Captain Roger McKenzie. Oh, God. And, Not off to a good start. And, you know, the crew from the Ridge and Fergus and all that kind of stuff. And they're they're entering uh, a small, I wouldn't even call it a town. It's like one small little, clue it as like a little truck, truck stop town, you know, like one okay. tiny little thing called it called brownsville so we know that that's where they were heading because the whole point is they're going on they're trying to pick up men in the area to add to the militia right right 
So recruitment, they're recruiting, right? So they're entering and it, what's weird is like, no one's outside, right? Like there's fires burning. You could tell people have been outside, oh, like cutting up meat, but like no one's outside. And they're like, okay, well, this is, this is odd. So like, you know, they're like looking around, you know, Roger gets off his horse, Fergus gets on his horse. They're like looking around and Roger's like, hello, the house, which is exactly what Jamie said. <laughs> As I said, this is a thing. When you walk up, you don't walk up and knock. Cause you might you get shot. Hello, the house. You go, hello, the house. Weird. But they would say like, not hello. It's hello. H hello. Like hello. H a l l ground. Oh, oh, it's like, hello, the house. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it's written. Hello, the house. And they look at, and then as he's like taking a step, Fergus like grabs his arm and is like, attendez, like telling him to stop. And he stop. points and we can see that there's like a barrel of a rifle sticking out of like one of the windows. Oh, and then then Fergus Fergus says to Roger, he's like, "Don't move." And then Roger's like, speaks loudly. He's like, "I'm Captain Roger McKenzie, in command of a militia serving yeah, under I Colonel Dragon. Help you, C- Colonel James Fraser of Fraser's Ridge." Um, and then you we probably hear- know who you are, and that's why there's a gun pointed at your head, Roger. <laughs> and then and then we Take just hear close. this. We just hear this voice of being like, and we just hear this voice saying like, "We saw you up the road, Morton, you bastard!" And Roger's like, "So Morton is the name of one of the guys with them." I so oh. Isaiah. Morton, remember, I was like, "Okay, you're gonna hear Ronnie Sinclair. You're gonna hear that name a lot." And Isaiah Morton is another name okay. that's like part of Jamie's militia, whatever. Got so. It we that that's who they're talking about and then we hear this man yell like you'll pay for what you did and then all of a sudden gunshots start happening and everyone's like duck duck for cover and so then like fergus (laughs) fergus grabs roger and like you know they they duck for cover behind like one of the wagons and there's like some chaos there's like guns there's like gun you know gun stuff going back and forth and then Roger like yells like, what do you want with Morton? And then we hear the man inside like, yell like, none of your concern, hand him over. And there's more like gunshots going off. And then we see John Quincy Myers duck behind a barrel. And like, he's like saying to like Fergus and Roger being like, do you think they're regulators? And Roger's like, well, not unless Morton's secretly a corrupt tax collector in disguise. <laughs> like they seem particularly pissed off with Morton. <laughs> like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden we hear this door open and this young girl, not young girl, like young woman, probably like teenager age comes running out. She comes running out into the street. She's like running out into the street and she's like, Isaiah, Isaiah. And she's like, she's like, I'm sorry. I had to tell. I couldn't marry Elijah Ford. And she's crying. And she's like, please, Isaiah, say you'll do right by me. And Roger's sitting there like, what the fuck? (laughs) We got some, we got some family drama going on. What did we just walk into? You're also like, Morton, you knew we were heading to Brownsville. Like you (laughs) couldn't have have said some shit. And then you can hear this young woman being like don't hurt him and then we see this woman come out and being like alicia so we know her name's alicia being like alicia and then grabbing her and she's like i'd rather die than be without him and she's like have a shred of dignity and she like slaps her in the face (laughs) and then she's like shouting for all the world to hear of your shame and then grabs her and brings her aside inside as alicia is like crying being like isaiah and we're like oh good lord 
so there's more shots and gunfire happening and then roger's like roger's like sighing he's like what can we do he's like he's like what can we do what can we do <laughs> and he's like it's still a standoff they're like still taking cover all this kind of stuff going on and then he goes and then he just there he goes oh lord give me courage and then he like says to fergus i suppose we better do what they ask and fergus is like what turn martin over to the, morton over to them and he and there's more gunshots going off and he's like i he's like we're gonna need some of that whiskey fergus and then fergus is like are you sure and he's like he's like i get a full bottle please a bit of dutch courage is all we need and he's like i captain so then he puts so then he puts his rifle up like he puts his hand up like you know the, the sign of surrender to like stand up oh i just knocked my mic sorry for all of you that heard that um he puts his like i'm just getting too into my reenactments for Brittany. he puts his he puts his hand up and he stands up and he's like stand down stand down so that they all like okay lower their guns and they just sort of chill like okay, okay. so now we cut to the ridge right and we're, so we see a shot of like the big house Right. Um, and it's, you know, beautiful and sunshiny. Their grass is also green. Um, oh. And beautiful lawn. Nice. I'm like, Jamie, how do you mow that lawn? Ooh, yeah. that sounded weird. <laughs> there's, yeah. a, there's an English breakfast clear joke in there. So <laughs> Jamie mows that lawn. Okay. Sorry. I was going to yeah, he munches <laughs> on that. Oh my God. Like, it's been a while since we've gone there, right? Eh? Yes. Woo. But that's why you have goats. <laughs> <laughs> true they need a lot of goats they have a lot of land um okay so now we can see so there's like a carriage arriving um so we can see like a sort of a carriage arising and then we can see lizzie and marsley coming out of the house to like greet the carriage and we can see okay it was brie that was in was in the not even carriage wagon i should say so brie was okay. in the wagon and she had been visiting town she was with the bugs and like um jemmy she had jemmy with her so you know okay. they greet people from i don't know there's just servants there's just people that work for the phrases apparently that automatically come i'm like who are you nameless people as they like <laughs> where start did you come from unpacking everything for them to bring it into the house i'm like damn jamie and claire have quite a little setup going here okay um and so then lizzie's like how was town mistress she's like Bree's like oh it was good and busy um she's like we got paper and books fabrics linen cotton and Lizzie's like oh can't wait to see them and then Bree's like oh and something a little special for you and she hands her this like little bottle of like perfume and Lizzie's like for me <laughs> and Bree's like um and Bree's like um you know yeah it'll help you smell like orange blossoms or whatever um and Mrs. Bug is like oh now let's go inside and make stew and dumplings and Marsley comes over and picks up Jemmy okay um out of his little bassinet thing and brings him inside um and then um you know mrs bug is talking about something and then brie brie like looks in jemmy's like little basket thing and notices that there's like a coin in there and so she's like mrs bug where did jemmy get this and mrs bug whose name is merdina merdina bug um she's like oh wow like you ladybug are like ladybug um so, so Mrs. why does Merdina to me sound like Ladybug? Merdina Bug, Ladybug, Lady, Ladybug, and Lord Bug. Um, so Lady, I'm gonna call her Ladybug now. <laughs> so Mrs. Bug, so Ladybug, Mrs. yes. <laughs> so Ladybug was like, "Well, were you well while you were collecting the post? A man ruffled Jemmy's hair and gave him a coin." And Bree's like, "Did he say anything?" And 
And she's like, oh, <gasps> Ew, it was bonnet. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he said, what a handsome lad. And uh, he did. Did he take after his mother or his father? And Bree's like, and then he just gave him a coin. He didn't say anything else. And she's like, oh, well, he was Irish, you see. So, of course, ew. once they get talking, no offense to the Irish, that it wasn't directed at Irish people. Well, I mean, if they're all like Bonnet, then yes. Which we know they're not. <laughs> hey, I'm Irish. Many generations removed. Katrina's Irish. Have some respect. Um, That's true. Okay, she'll balance out the Bonnet character. <laughs> exactly. Um, but um, so she was just like, oh, no, you know, of course, once they get talking about this and that, it can take all day. And Bree's like, what did he look like? And Ladybug's like, a gentleman, a gentleman, he was fair and strong. And Bree's like, did he leave? Did he have a scar here? And she's like, I'm sorry, I don't recall. I hope you don't think I would ever let the Baron come in any harm's way. And Bree's like, no, no, I know. I just, I just know about all about the Irish gift of the gab. That's all, you know, don't want Jemmy's mind filled mm-hmm. with superstitious nonsense about luck. Let's forget about it. And they're like, okay, yeah, I'll call you when the stew's ready. They go inside. Um, and then Lizzie comes over and you can tell Bree's a little rattled. And then she says to Lizzie, she's like, with so many away from the ridge, I think maybe we should move into the big house with everyone. Um, and Good Lizzie's call, Bree. Like, Look at you actually thinking smartly. She's intelligent. Um, and then Lizzie's Roger. like, except ah. for Roger. Other than that, she makes great decisions. <laughs> and then Lizzie's like, I mistress. It's nice to have company. And so it's like, you know, Bree's, Bree's a little freaked out. That's fair. Um, I would be too. Be like, damn it, where's damn my it? dad to come kill some people? Right. Me? Like, oh, <laughs> fucking course, my father isn't here right now. Could really use his Highland fury right now. Yeah, <laughs> his righteous Highland father fury. I'm like, although my mom can have my my mama can that's have some true, fury actually. too. She yeah, can cut true. you down Claire with a cold ass stare. I should be in facts. It has been well, done. Well, the next month, the, la- Claire the last- Claire has beheaded a bitch. Trying to mess with Claire. Or I'm half, half beheaded. Yeah. Half like beheaded, but like shit. And that woman had been her friend at one point. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're back in Brownsville. So we're inside now. Okay. Lisa is all upset. A couple of the guys have like Isaiah in custody. Roger and like Fra- Fraser, Fergus are like inside. <laughs> um this guy so we know this i don't know when they tell us but we this one guy's name we know his name is lionel brown we're, we're gonna know his name is lionel brown so i'm gonna call okay. him lionel instead of guy so okay. lionel is he this, was one of the know, ones in Brown's yes so lionel Brown's? is alicia's father okay hence why he's pissed off with isaiah morton got it um so and roger's giving lionel a taste of like some of the whiskey and stuff and so he's trying it and he's like, how much for the cask? We'll buy some and you can be on your way. And Roger's like, uh, will you oblige me and have a little more? And he's like, what are you, whiskey mer- merchants? And, and Roger's like, oh, no, no, no. As I was saying earlier, we are militiamen charged by Governor Tryon to march against the regulators. And they're like, hmm, well. Oh, also, I feel like, hold on. You, this, the actor that plays this guy. You watch Peaky Blinders, right? Yes, I do. I feel like I heard he was in Peaky Blinders. Oh. Um, I don't know how much of a role he had, though. Or no, maybe is it Penny Dreadful? I don't know. I'll have to look it up later. Oh, yeah, he is. This fucker. Do you recognize a character named Charlie Strong? 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Peaky Blinders. I'm pretty sure. That's this, yeah, the father that's, dude? That's this actor that plays Lionel Brown. Oh. Pretty, pretty possible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy that um he's his uncle. Anyway, be careful what you Google. Be careful what you Google, yeah. okay? Oh, okay. Spoilers. But anyway, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie I, Strong, he's he's the um he's like the uncle and for he hides their guns Kiki, in the Kiki Blinders. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the actor that, that plays Lionel Brown. Oh, okay. Um and so like Charlie Brown. Yeah. <laughs> um and so and so he's like having this whiskey and Lionel's like Lionel's like I don't well know why you like doing this with me I just say random things you're like, <laughs> every oh, time yeah. you try to say a name I'm like oh this name and not that. anything near. um and then yeah so then he's talking about the whiskey he's like oh it's tolerable I'll, I'll admit and then Roger's like then perhaps I can propose a toast to the men of Brownsville and the men of the Fraser's company and then Fergus is like oh courage um, and then Roger's like, we have come to notify you of your obligation to provide men. And Lionel's like, huh, obligation? <laughs> yeah, and that's Roger, like gold well. Roger's like, or opportunity, should I say? <laughs> 40 shillings to the, and, and two shillings every day thereafter for each man. And then Lionel's like, the only present obligation I have is to my daughter. And these men here will break that boy's neck without hesitation if I give the word. Jeez. And Roger's like, Roger's like, um, what could what a young do right roger's like what could a young lad like more impossibly have done that can't be resolved for a drink and then lionel's like that bastard cost me a fortune um and he goes on to explain i had a match arranged with my daughter elijah ford brought with him almost 10 acres and a decent trade in tobacco i tell her the news and she weeps refusing to be wed because morton got to her first <laughs> okay or, but or won't marry a harlot He's like, Ford won't marry a, whor- a harlot. Okay, well, we don't like that man. <clears throat> oh, baby, you have no idea. Uh-oh. No way. <laughs> Uh-oh. No fucking idea. Um, and then... <laughs> He's going to get mad. <laughs> and then Roger's like, uh, maybe Morton isn't as fine a match, but would you consider him a suitor? And then Lionel's like, he dis- he's dishonored my daughter. Now I told her I'd see him dead at her feet if he ever dared show his wretched countenance within miles of Brownsville. And damn my eyes. If Why didn't Morgan ra- come? So right? Isaiah, you couldn't have given us a heads up, please. And then he's like, and damn my eyes if that grass-livered spittle snake hasn't the face to ride up right up to my door. <laughs> like, ooh. Jesus. He's like, He's like, you and your men can stay the night, but when you but when you go on your way tomorrow, Martin won't be joining you. <laughs> this dude needs to chill out. They were like, yikes. And uh, like, how do we think this would be going if Jamie were there? Hmm. How do we think this would be going? <laughs> I think that man would be dead already. Because <laughs> Claire um, would have said some shit and he would have insulted Claire and then Jamie would have murdered him. <laughs> And then how it always goes because like, Claire well, would not accept this. She, Claire would have accepted when she got slapped. First of all, that would have been the end of this conversation. <laughs> Although Claire's done some slapping in her day, let's be that real. She, she's female on female slap. Ooh, she gave Larry a good. Oh well, my god. Yeah. Okay. But Trina's delivery of that, that is my favorite ever. <laughs> she just slaps. She's like, Ch-. she's like, I shouldn't have done that. 
sorry. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> just you're face. not sorry at sorry all. At all. The most insincere like, sorry ever. I done that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I shouldn't okay. have, but I don't regret it. <laughs> okay. So now we cut to finally, can I just tell you 10 minutes into this episode until we finally see Jamie and Claire. Good Lord. Those long 10 minutes for you. Too long. So now we're with Jamie and Claire. Finally, Lord. Okay. And they are by a river. They're like by a river. Jamie's getting water. So they're okay. like en route, right? They're en route to catch yeah. up with the militia. Um, so Jamie's like getting filling up his little canteen with water and stuff. And Claire has the baby, you know, swaddled. She has her like swaddled in like a mm. little swing of her like a scarf or something, right? And Jamie looks over and Jamie's watching Claire with the baby. And like, my heart is oh, he's like, mm. he's like this could have literally this, like, you can just tell he's like envisioning like what, it, what she was like with Brie and what she could have, what they could have had with faith, faith and like yeah. stuff that they were robbed of. Damn it, Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they be happy? Good Lord. You're like raising children is boring. Hence why there's 52 children on the ridge now. <laughs> yeah. I like how that it was started. And now you just have everyone has babies. <laughs> everyone All raises them. their kids together, except Jamie and Claire. <laughs> yeah. They're not allowed. Okay. Pain. They're not allowed. Um, <laughs> You're only allowed pain. Pain and suffering. Pain and suffering. Ripped apart for 20 years. Damn it. Um, <laughs> to be with but... Frank. God awful Frank. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then I don't care that he's been dead for two seasons. I still don't like that man. Still upset. (laughs) Um, Sorry to all the Frank fans in the house. Um, And so then, yes, rude little dude. So so Jamie's watching Claire with the baby, and then and then he like snaps out of it and he gets up and he's like, "She's a bonnie wee thing," and Claire's like, "She is." And then he just looks at her and he's like, "To see you with a Baron Sassenach, I could watch you hold her all day." And then um, the baby starts fussing. And then Claire's like, I hope we're not too far from Brownsville. She's She won't do well on goat's milk alone. And I love in the brackets, goat bleats. Like, meh. <laughs> um, and then Jamie, and then Jamie, and then Jamie's like, you know, it's so, it's so, I could see why they didn't put this in the show. But, but there's a part in the book where the baby's like so cold that, Claire decides to do like skin to skin to like get her to like warm up or whatever and so she like kind of like undoes her dress a little bit and like puts her right in the chest and the baby's like natural instinct is to like go for the boob yeah (laughs) to try nurse and and Claire's literally like oh (laughs) and she's like there's nothing in there but and then but then she talks about how like even though you know her milk is long since gone right she's just Mm. like she's like I swear I could like she said she could like feel it I don't know female body is interesting it's a magical unicorn but it's just so funny reading it she's like mid-sentence and then all of a sudden the baby just goes under her nipple and she's like oh oh and she's like oh I see why the show didn't do that (laughs) wasn't necessary but it makes me laugh when I think of that just like nipple um and it, well it, it's the same like there's an outtake with Katrina being like I need something for the baby she's like and she just totally forgets her line she's like because I have no milk in my boobs <laughs> she's like just fully fully forgetting um and then um 
And then Jamie's like, um, you know, we should be there before dusk. Denifash, we'll find someone to nurse wheat, Bonnie. Um, and then Claire's like, and then what? Do we bring it? Do we bring a newborn baby all the way to Hillsborough? I'm not sure it's the best way to put the fear of God into the regulators, unless they're afraid of a few dirty diapers. Um, and then Jamie, ooh, I almost lost my whole script. And then Jamie's like. Videos. And then Jamie's like, and the surest way to send any man scurrying for cover. Um, and so then he walks sort of behind Claire to go get his gun and he stops again and kind of looks at her as she's looking down at the baby and he watches her again for a moment. And I'm just like, ah, my <laughs> heart. Anyway. Um, okay. So now we are back in Brownsville. Okay. Um, and they're outside. They're constantly going inside, outside, inside, outside. So outside and roger fergus goes up to roger and says like some of the men robertson morrison and a few others are gone and roger's like gone what do you mean gone where and fergus is like they don't respect what you did and roger's like what i did well i had to do something and fergus is like i know and and i agree but they didn't i'm i'm sorry i tried and roger's like ah christ (laughs) and then for for like what giving him over yeah for handing Uh, him up well yeah that's kind of a shitty thing to do yeah. I mean, I do, I can appreciate, like, they were literally being shot at. Like, they, he, like, yeah, he but had to do something. Yeah, but a man to death. You well, could have just turned around and gone somewhere else. Couldn't you have left? Uh, or, I don't know. No, well, they were still being shot at. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was a high-stress situation. Lord knows I'm not the biggest Roger fan, but I do understand. Like, could he have handled it better? Like, totally. But at the same time, like, he's not he isn't an experienced captain or militiaman and he's been handed the reins to this and then he shows up and do a fucking shootout and he's like what is happening with no context no idea what's happening true. so i mean i do i can't say i would fit fa- i mean we can't all be jamie fraser you know i can't say um, I'm fair any better. i think we can okay that can is we? our goal in life that is yes. our goal we strive to it but you yes. know um and yeah okay so okay so rogers are like ah fucking a so now the next scene (laughs) cut to you know they've they've managed to make everything they've lightened the mood because again they're still trying but he also knows he needs to get men for jamie's militia like that's also the end goal too right so Mm -hmm. we get there and clearly they've like had you know they're at peace drinks are whiskey is being drank there's some fiddle playing Roger singing. Oh, Lord. and so they drive up. Jamie and Claire arrive in their carriage and their their wagon from the Beardsley, you know. And they come up and you can hear the singing. And Jamie says to Claire, like, "Oh, it sounds like Rogers won them over." And that's where you get a shot of him. He's singing. He's like, he's like, "Bonnie Laddie, he didn't Laddie." um and then you can see jamie and claire are looking around like what the fuck is going on and so <laughs> you know jamie's you like <laughs> looking around jamie helps jamie helps claire you know because claire still has the baby jamie gen- generally right. like helps claire out of the carriage they're looking around they're like okay what is happening jamie see or roger sees that jamie's arrived as he's singing and he's like simultaneously like thank god but also like oh shit oh shit like he's both like thank god you're here but also <laughs> oh shit, shit. 
I've done um, fucked up, okay? <laughs> and then we can see that the twins, Josiah and Kazai, are sitting over and they see that Jamie and Claire have arrived. And so they're like talking to each other. And we see that like we get a shot of like Lionel's also clocked that they've arrived too. And you're like, mm, okay. Um, so now, so Josiah and Kaziah walk up to them and Jamie's like, Josiah. And he says like, I've secured you and your brother's indentured papers. You will not see Mr. Beardsley again. Um, Mostly because he did. <laughs> and then, and then, and yeah. And then my love, and then it's hilarious. Cause then Josiah looks and he sees Claire holding the baby and he's like, Hmm, okay. <laughs> you just and showed then, up with a baby. All right. Then and he's like, all right. And then Josiah's like, Josiah's like, you know, what about the mistress? Um, you know, what about the mistress? And then Claire's like, Yeah, she gone well, to <laughs> like, well, she's gone for good. She left her baby with us. And Josiah's like, Oh, I didn't know she was with child. And he's like, Kezi told me, you know, the mistress may have lain with, well, there was a man, a former slave, and Jamie and Claire both on cue look at each other, being like, Yeah, yep confirms what we probably thought yeah um and then so simpatico and then you know josiah is like he came looking for work once or twice and then he's like then all of us were free and jamie's like i lad um and then claire leaves so she goes into the tavern or whatever and josiah is like does that mean we can ride on to hillsborough with you and your militia and jamie looks at him he's like how old are you um he's like you cannot you cannot be more than 14 and Josiah's like I must be older than that and Jamie's like I'm telling you you're 14 you're too young to fight and he's like and he's like I curdle and then Jamie's like Roger's still singing in the background this whole time and (laughs) and then and then Jamie's like you fought hard to earn your freedom I will not let you lose it in death on the battlefield go home hunt provide for the ridge um so now the next scene claire enters sort of like the you know the the tavern main tavern house and there's still fiddle music playing and you can see she's sort of she's looking around she's trying to find like milk or a nursing mother or something for this baby right so she's looking around and then you can see jamie enters sort of in behind her and sees fergus and so jamie and claire go up to fergus and he's like he's like fergus calls his he calls his name what's going on and then he he goes up to fergus and he's like is that our whiskey? That <laughs> what are you doing, boy? And Fergus is like, we, my lord. There was a small difficulty in the baby's fussing. So Claire's like, um, before you explain, I also have a small difficulty. Yeah, I also have a baby here. And then Fergus is, Fergus looks and he goes, congratulations, you work fast, my lord. <laughs> oh, Fergus, Seamus is my favorite. Oh my god, he's not even surprised. He's just like, yeah, of course, you show up with Auntie Claire and Auntie Claire. <laughs> holding a baby a of baby. course yeah, he's like sense. you work fast we lord and jamie looks at him like shut up like sh- <laughs> he looks at him like shut up and then uh claire's like claire's just like Ugh. kind of the face that she gives oh never mind i almost just spoiled something that comes later never mind holy shit this is getting dangerous as we're like, catching up i i know i already spoiled ads i almost spoiled else that comes later oh shit anyway she just gives this exacerbated face like the baby needs milk urgent urgently are there any nursing mothers around and Fergus is like mothers no but the lady of the house will surely be able to help so Claire's like okay so she goes over to I believe is Mrs. Brown so I believe Lionel's no no because we'll find out there's anyway there's another brown so anyway there's two brown brothers so but anyway the the head brown's wife and she's like 
You know, hi. You know, every I, time you say Brown, all I can think of is Cody Brown, and I just don't like this person. Just by association, I don't know of who Cody Brown is. But that's okay. You don't need to like the Browns. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna tell you that you need to like the Browns. So take okay, that good. for. Because I can't worth. get past it. Because I know other people have the last name Brown. I was going to say there's a Cleveland lot of Browns Brown. in the world. Cleveland Brown, I like him from Family Guy. I just well, don't know why my mind kept going to Cody Brown. I'm like, ugh. I don't know. There's lots of wonderful Browns in the world. Not, there are. Not this particular bunch. Cleveland. So okay, we it. don't like him. Okay, got it. Anyway, but anyway, so we go over um, to the the Mrs. Brown and Claire's like, you know, Claire's like, hi, you know, sorry to bother you. And then it cuts to the next scene. So we can see that like Mrs. Brown is taking Claire and the baby. They're like walking outside the tavern around to like this big like tenting area where okay. a bunch of the ladies are there and they're making things with apples. I don't know what they're chopping them up. They've got them in this like machine thing. Like, I don't know if they're oh. making pies. I don't know if they're making stuff for, pie. I don't know if they're going to make cider. I don't know. It's they're doing lots of stuff with green apples, but anyway, huh. they're, they're making some things. Maybe like applesauce. Maybe. <laughs> I, I was just know. thinking like, how do you like, cause you pickle and store a lot of stuff. Right. So I was like, yeah. what can you like store? Well, like, they're, they're you don't really do apple it. preserves. They're like chopping it. And you know, then like, there's this machine. There's also this really cool machine where one woman's like turning this wheel and it's, it? it's like grinding. I don't know if it looks hmm. like it's grinding it almost. Hmm. I'm trying to think of like, what would you can for apples? Cause you know, like that's a big thing, right? Cause for the winter stores. You need yeah. To, like, preserves. I know mm-hmm. that's another big thing that's in the, in the book that we don't really get much is them like doing the- well because you're in claire's head a lot right so how she's constantly calculating like well, yeah, how the huge, are you gonna die or not yeah the store, the store that they have and they have this like huge preserve area and like all this kind of tabulating she's doing in her her head to like do we have enough for all Can the people we have in like, the house especially the up here like in like canada well and they're like in north carolina (laughs) they get winter too yeah like Like, and they're (laughs) up in the back country yeah like there's no stores (laughs) like if you don't have food you ain't eating you in trouble but um but yeah so anyway so they go in and mrs brown you know walks in there's a few ladies in there and she's like she's like this is mistress claire fraser of fraser's wood ridge fraser's ridge fraser's ridge Ridge. (laughs) she's like the colonel's wife um you know my daughter-in-law and then so there's a woman sitting there she's like my daughter-in-law lucinda just gave birth she'll have she'll have milk for the babe and claire's like oh i'm sorry to intrude this little one was born a few days ago she's not mine (laughs) (laughs) Um, but i i fed her goat's milk on the road here but and lucinda's like but she needs to be fed properly okay so then um, so then she takes the baby into her arms and she's like, Oh, such a strong and healthy babe. Oh, and Alicia is in this tent watching. She's just okay. sitting there watching. Um, she's like such a strong and healthy babe, beautiful, a girl. And Claire's like, Oh yes. Um, tan. Um, and then has they not named this child yet? Not yet. Well, they don't know what's going to happen with the, tra- like, they don't know what's happening. It's only been a few days. Like they haven't really, you know what I mean? So anyway, Lucinda's like, does she have a name? And then Claire's like, no, she That's lost both I her did. parents before they could christen her. Asking then, my questions here. <laughs> well, she's like, no, she doesn't have a name. Both her parents died before they named her. So no, she doesn't have a name. And then Lucinda's like, you know, she starts feeding her and she's like, is she, is she a slave's babe? And then Claire's like, okay, not don't quite. Ask questions. She Claire's like, not quite. Well, because at that time too, you the know. baby automatically took on the status of the mother. 
So because right. the mother was white and not a slave, the baby's isn't that fucked. So yes. then like automatic, but you know, if it was a, a, a woman, an enslaved woman, and then the white Without master coming master. in, yeah. that baby's then- automatically is uh, born into slavery. Right. <sighs> Gotta love our history. Um, but she's like, not quite. And Alicia's like, how'd you come by her then? And then we cut back to outside. And so Jamie and Roger are talking and we hear music happening. And Jamie's like, what's this difficulty Fergus told me about? And Roger sighs. He's like, we bit a wee bit of a misunderstanding on our arrival. And Jamie's like, <laughs> and you cleared it up with our whiskey. And, and Roger's like, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And you can hear Jamie be like, um, okay. And then Roger's like, when I was a professor at Oxford, I loved telling my students about words and phrases, their origins, their meanings. Do you know where the expression Dutch courage comes from? Jamie's like, I'm sure you're about to tell me. And what has it got to do with a Rome? <laughs> and then Roger's like, I just love how Jamie just does not have time for Roger's shit. Like, what is going on? Get to the point. <laughs> like, I'm sure you're about to tell me. Um, and then, so he's like, um, what's it got to do with a Rome? And then Roger's like, well, some say it dates back to a century ago when English troops would drink to calm themselves before heading into battle. Others say the English witnessed the incredible courage Jin gave the Dutch. And then he's like, and a number of times in history, an advance of soldiers were stopped by an exchange of alcohol or goods. Take the First World War, for example. Um, Jamie's looking around. And he's like, there was a daily rum ration on the Western Front. And Jamie just cuts in where and he's looking around he's like where are morrison and scott like he's already like cloths that people are missing he's like yeah and he's like and you're blabbering on what is happening like he's like where are morrison and scott pissed drunk already um and he's then like, uh, no i ran them off yeah roger's like no uh they left and with them three more and jamie's like pissed jamie's like left why you're supposed to be getting more soldiers not chasing then, us off so the next scene cuts to Rogers just taken to the friggin' I don't know, weird tiny cabin house or whatever that they have Morton tied up. So he shows them. Jamie looks and then they walk by the door again and they're outside and Jamie's like, you allowed Lionel Brown to do this to one of your men. And then Roger was like, they wanted to blow Morton to strip smithereens. I, I had to, I had to agree to some kind of temporary confinement and Jamie's like, and what were you going to do once the risky ran out? And he was like, I was kind of hoping you would arrive before that happened. And you did. He's like, <laughs> he was basically trying to just stall. Just stall until, someone until, could, until the adult. Where's an adult? <laughs> He's like, let me just stall until Jamie gets here. I can sort this shit show. Um, and so then Roger's like, I avoided confrontation. I kept the peace. And Jamie's like, do you ken the meaning of the word Captain Professor McKenzie? Um, he's like, is that one you can explain to me? You left you, your men left uh, because you betrayed their trust. Those who remain will not have much faith left. They swore to follow us into battle to risk their lives. As captain, you must honor their loyalty above all else. And Roger's like, what yeah, Roger. And Roger's like, what good is loyalty if if the men are hurt or worse? And he's like, I That's was responsible to that too. He was like, I was responsible for that too. So Jamie walks off and goes back inside, and he goes to Isaiah. Now, what disarray, <laughs> Jamie, he goes, oh my God, he goes, now, what disarray have you and your cock brought upon our endeavor? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie is so done with this shit. <laughs> I love it. Fucking A. Then he goes, he's like, oh, he's like, I just came from one nonsense house and now I'm into another nonsense house. What, what the hell is going on around here? here? <laughs> 
he's like, if you have dishonored the Brown's daughter, you must marry her and put matters to rights. You didn't have much choice, Isaiah. And then Isaiah's like, I would, Colonel, but I cannot. Regretfully, I already have a wife. <gasps> Morton. This, this fucker, eh? Morton, and, Morton, Morton. And Jamie's face is like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so then he's like, ah. so then he cuts, he cuts his restraints loose and he goes, I can understand the Browns wanting to see you drawn and quartered. <laughs> and then he's like, how is it you have a wife? And then Isaiah's like, my marriage was arranged between her parents and mine. Allie, Miss Brown, she, she took a liking to me on my travels through Brownsville and, and I took a liking to her. My um, heart had a mind of its own. Twas oh, as if I had yeah. no say in the yeah, matter. Yeah, your heart, and, your heart. Uh huh. Like, sure. Twas sure, if I had boy. No say in the He's matter. like a fuck boy. He's like a 18th and, century fuck boy. <laughs> and the side eye Jamie is giving him right now is hilarious. And he's like, "Still, you made a vow to your wife and broke it. You swore an oath to me. How can I be certain you will not break it before day's end?" And Isaiah's like, "My vow to you was my own will." Which I mean, I mm. get it. Arranged marriages are yeah. not common, and it sounds loveless. It does. And then yeah. Jamie's like, I, as was your infidelity. And Roger's like, I think we could, sh- we, Roger's like, I think we should consider clemency for the man. After all, love's make, love makes fools of us all. You know what, Roger? You need to shut your pie hole. <laughs> and then Jamie's like, Do not talk to your wife's father about this right now. He's all, you're, already on, you're already on the thinnest ice. Maybe don't remind him that you broken his daughter's heart okay <laughs> you took a little not too t- long to decide yeah. if you were gonna come back he has not, not t- let that he's yeah. not let that shit go he hasn't all. forgotten about that maybe don't remind him and then um Jamie- that funny time when i almost left your daughter when she was pregnant yeah yeah <laughs> love does Lulz. silly things <laughs> and then jamie's like jamie's like you must leave do not show your face here again and isaiah's like i meant no trouble for you and then Jamie's like, as your colonel, I'll take care of your trouble. And then he looks at him and he's like, what's stopping you? Like, he's like, get the fuck oh, out of yeah. here. And and then Isaiah's like, I'll never see Ali again. And Jamie's like, go, it'll be better for both of you. So then Isaiah leaves and Roger's like, they'll come looking for him. And, and Jamie's like, and they will not find him. So now we cut back. So we're now back with Claire and the ladies in the tent uh, with the apples. And so um, I feel like Claire's about to get mad. Well, and so Claire's going to say something. Well, and so Claire's clearly been sort of like filling them in a little bit on the broad strokes of the story and stuff. And then, so she says, so Mrs. Beardsley disappeared and left us with the child. When we went outside, we found Mr. Beardsley's grave. (laughs) And they conveniently (laughs) let off the part where he was kind of on the table for the whole time and she had been torturing him and then Jamie killed him. I'm just going to leave that part out because we don't need that headache. That's not a great bedtime story. So we're just gonna- <laughs> Jamie. Lord knows Jamie has been on the laws shit list too many times. We don't need accusations. And no. well, I think in the book, too, they talk about it could be perceived that Jamie killed him in order to get the deed for the land and uh, how, yeah. like how that might look. They don't really go into it here. Um, but it just yeah. Why were you going to be like, so then my husband killed him and we buried yeah. him. Right. So she's just like, and uh, we found Mr. Beardsley's grave. Um, and then Mrs. Brown's like, she probably killed the bastard. And Lucinda's <laughs> like, Ma, you always think of the worst of people. I mean, um, not wrong. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And then this, give me a minute. Cause I totally f- fucked up when writing certain sections. So I got to flip back. So he's like, Ma, you always think the worst of, uh, you know, the worst of people. And Mrs. Brown's like, I'm just saying is all. 
the Beardsley Beardsleys were strange. They came through um, here on their way home once, didn't say a word. Um, and then so she's like, so the babe's dark. Aaron Beardsley wasn't the father. And Claire's like, no. Um, and the Miss Mrs. Brown is like, Fanny Beardsley may be strange, but she isn't the first woman to find herself in an unsuitable situation. And she certainly won't be the last. Shots fired. Oof. Um, and then um, and then Claire accidentally knocks her cup of ale over and like spills it on some stuff. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And and she there was like papers or whatever. And so she spilled oh. it on the papers. And Mrs. Beard. Or, oh, is she going to see her? Or whatever is like, <laughs> is her what? What's your her list of things? You're so smart. Um, and she's and Mrs. Brown's like, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. And she's like, funny, you should spill cider. So they're drinking cider. Funny, you should spill cider on it. In fact, I don't know who these physicians think they are these days writing to these broadsheets with their wisdom. And then Claire sees it, right? And then, and then goes, Alicia, uh-oh. or no, Alicia's <laughs> like, Alicia's like, it speaks of means to prevent coming with child. A woman is most fertile between, and Claire's eyes get huge because it clicks. She's like, oh, shit. oh, crap. That was I wrote that. <laughs> And then Lucinda cuts in, Alicia, it is it is improper to speak of such things in company. Claire's like, may I see that? Can I? Let me look at that, please. And Mrs. Brown is like, oh, trust you to draw attention to that vulgar nonsense. Have you no compassion for your cousin? And then Lucinda's like, you know, feeding the baby. And she's like, you know, talking to her. She's like, there now, little lady, you'll do well now. And she's like, uh, Mrs. I keep saying Mrs. Beardsley. There's too many bees. Mrs. Bug, Mrs. Beardsley, Mrs. Brown. Jesus. Yeah, they're all the same. So Mrs. I, Brown is I like, keep forgetting who's who. Mrs. Brown is like, oh, the babe's a beauty. We're not here to judge her for her parents' sins. And then Lucinda's like, if you like, Mistress Fraser, I'll take the babe tonight. It won't do you much good to be woken up by a screaming child when I can feed her here. Yeah, true. Like, how the fuck are you going to feed her, Claire? So, um, and then Claire says, won't your husband mind? You having to feed two hungry mouths and Lucinda has a look and she's like, no bother at all. My husband's a fair man. And then Alicia is like a fair man who fired at my Isaiah. <laughs> and, and Mrs. Mrs. Brown is like, I, he did. And very fairly at that. No one to blame, but yourself. If your poor mother could see how lowly you've fallen. And Claire's like, Hmm. Um, sensing the vibes. She's like, yeah, there's a lot um, of, drama going on in your she household. doesn't know she didn't get the 411 and what the drama was she's not right. with jamie to get that here but yeah. she's like sensing the vibes are tense something's <laughs> happening um but and then claire's like would it be all right if i take this um uh, like she's holding the thing oh, and they, the paper, they yeah. give her looks and she's like i um could use it to uh, light a fire and then mrs brown's like oh yeah that's all it's good for and then claire's like thank you for your kindness and so then you know, we now cut to another scene more Rogers, Rogers singing again. Oh, Lord. And we can see Jamie and Claire are kind of standing outside. They're looking at papers, works and all that kind of stuff. We can tell they're sort of strat- strategizing. And Claire's like, well, you've only lost a few men. And Jamie's like, men are what I need for this show of force. Claire's like, and, you know, and what should Roger have done? And Jamie's like, well, he had command of near two dozen men. One word from him and the Browns could have been outnumbered. Instead, he had them stand down and give up one of their own. Actions have consequences, Sassanac. 
This and is then, true. You had more people and your soldiers. He panicked. He panicked. He was like, ah. Um, Just give then, them the man. Let them kill him. And then Claire was like, yes, I know they do. But everyone can make a mistake. And then she's mm-hmm. like, ah. And then she goes, sighs. She's like, here, look at this. And she brings out the like the pamphlet <laughs> to give it to. And Jamie's like, he's got his spectacles on. Jamie's like, who's Dr. Rawlings? And Claire's like, me. me. And Jamie's like, <laughs> Jamie looks at her, he's like, you? And then he's like, Beecham, Randall, Fraser, now Rawlings. You have another husband I should know about. <laughs> and then Claire's like, it's, Claire's like, it's a pseudonym. That was the doctor's name on um of the medical equipment that you gave me. And then he's like, you wrote to the broadsheets? And Claire's like, no, I wrote out some medical device, uh, medical advice for the ridge to dispel certain superstitions. Never intended it to go any further. She's like, who would have submitted it to the printer without me knowing? And they're like, hmm. So now they go inside. Um, more Roger singing um and Lionel and uh Fergus are talking and they're still drinking and Lionel's like hmm matured in oak casks you say hmm Fergus is like I the Scottish way of course it doesn't compare to the wine from Champagne in France and then Lionel's (laughs) like Lionel's like that's a damsel's drink if I ever heard of one and he walks away Fergus is like "Mm, okay so then James at that so then Jamie and Claire come in and they see Fergus and Jamie's like Fergus and he's like that advertisement you took to the printer you remember the paper you wrote on did it have writing on the other side Fergus is like (laughs) there was why and then Jamie and Claire look at each other and then Jamie's like ah the printer must have decided to use it a very respectable name after all Dr. Rawlings and Claire's like do you think it will cause us any trouble I mean will anyone associate it with Fergus or the Ridge and Jamie's like not unless someone tries to find the author, invite him to, you know, invite him on, you know, invite him to speak on how bloodletting is a harmful practice. And so they're like, mm, okay. And then all of a sudden, we hear one of the Browns guys coming running. He's like, he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. And we're like, oh shit. Oh, here we Hit go. The fan. Get ready to play dumb. They're like, Morton's gone. Morton's gone. And then Lionel's all pissed. He's like, what are you telling me, boy? Was no one guarding him? He's like, no, they were drinking. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, and Lionel's like, well, when you find him. And so now they're all outside, getting on their horses, getting their guns. And he's like, find him. And when you do, don't wait for me. And then Jamie jumps in and he's like, no, Morton is a militiaman under my protection. And Lionel's like, well, we're as protective of you, Colonel. Only I protect my own um and then we can see that a man another man comes riding in and he's like oh oh there and this other guy gets in and he gets off his horse and he's like what in god's name is going on okay i'm just gonna say this guy's name's richard brown he's the eldest of the brown so he's lionel's like eldest brother i would assume there's a lot of random people here okay got it also so there's basically the two brown brothers right there's lionel and then there's richard um and fun fact, once I when when you watch it, you're not gonna be able to unsee it. That the actor that plays Richard Brown is Maggie Smith's son. Maggie Smith is Professor McGonagall. Oh, and oh my lord, he looks like her. Really? <laughs> I can't unsee it. Um, I the blank face you gave me when I said Maggie Smith, I was like, oh, Professor McGonagall. Um, <laughs> anyway, so Richard, you know me well. <laughs> so the woman who's been like showing Claire around and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, that's Richard Brown's wife. Okay. Right. Um, and then Alicia is Lionel, the the other brother's daughter. 
right? So it's the two Brown brothers, Richard and Lionel, Alicia's okay. Lionel's daughter. Alicia's Lionel. Lucinda is Lucinda, Lucinda, yeah, daughter-in-law. Because Luc- so Lucinda's like the daughter-in-law of Richard. Oh. Yeah, not a big deal, but uh, okay. uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so the, yeah, that's why she was saying like Alicia, Alicia, would you have no respect for your cousin? Because Lucinda would be like her cousin. Oh. And that kind of stuff too, right? Okay. Um, okay. Got it. Got but it. yeah, so Richard comes in and he's like, what in God's name is going on? And Lionel's like, I had Isaiah Morton. He was here. Can't have gotten far. And he's like, did you have any luck with Elijah Ford? So Elijah Ford is the guy that they were trying to marry Alicia off to. And right. it didn't work. And then Richard's like, he could not be persuaded. So clearly Richard had wrote off to try to I'm like to, uh, broker this fix rage. this yeah. issue. Right. And then Lionel's like, well, we can still catch Morton, Morton, if the, if the militia will step out of my way. And Jamie's like, I'm Colonel James Fraser. Any harm done to Morton will be considered an act of aggression against my militia formed by his excellency, Governor Tryon. I'll have no choice but to consider you traitors to the crown, no better than the regulators we were sent here to disperse. And then when that happens, Lionel's like, who are you calling a traitor? And he fucking cocks his gun, aims it at Jamie. And so all the Browns men guns up aimed at jamie and then jamie's men also draw their weapons <laughs> and then of course jamie's men guns up and you know what good on good on uh good on uh roger he's got his gun up too he's okay. with the rest of them he's like all right okay, okay we doing this all right um let's do a shootout he's like been, you know then, 24 hours let's do it again let's do it again <laughs> and so then um richard is like stop brother you sound foolish and then, you know, there's a pause and he's like, and a drunken fool, he sniffs and he's like, and a drunken fool at that. I want Morton as much as you do. Claire's just standing there watching all of this being like, <laughs> once again, Jamie's in the middle of guns everywhere pointed at him. This I love is this. fun. <laughs> men, bro, men. Oh. And then, so Richard's like, so I'm going to talk to Colonel Fraser and everybody puts the weapons down. He's like, and come to an understanding. Is that clear? Like, whoo, baby. And so now the next scene, we're inside and we see we have Jamie and Claire and then Richard and his wife and then Lionel is in there. So they're in there and they're like, okay, we got some shit to talk about. So Richard is like, you keep strange company, Colonel Fraser. Um, And he's like, Isaiah Morton, not of the God fearing kind. And Jamie's like, little I can do about a man's character. And then Richard's like, there's enough sin and lawlessness each day without counting those regulators causing disorder on an already crumbling society. And we don't want no trouble with the governor. So if you have come recruiting, you could not have found any better men in all of the Carolinas. We'll ride to Hillsborough with you, but they'll be answering to me. And he puts his hand out and Jamie's like, long as we're in agreement, you'll answer to me. And so then they they shake on it. And so then they're like, okay. So then they like nod. And so then, you know, Richard starts to leave Claire standing by the door. So when Richard goes to leave, he walks right by Claire and he stops and he goes to Claire. He's like, you'll stay with, you'll stay the night with us or you'll stay the night with us. And Claire's like, uh, if it's no trouble. And then Richard's like, what sort of man would I be if I allowed a lady to sleep out with the militia on a cold, dark night? So then she's like, thanks. And then they go, okay, this is weird vibes. Leave. Okay. Oh, so then they go and leave. So now we're back on the ridge in the big okay. house. It's nighttime. Okay. Um, so Jemmy and Germain are like playing sort of in the kitchen area on the floor. The two of them are sitting there playing. 
you know, Bree's puttering around, you know, she goes outside to get more firewood. She comes back in and she looks and she doesn't see Jemmy. I was going to say, did he just get kidnapped by Bonnet? So, I'm so, this, uh-oh. so she doesn't see Jemmy. So she's uh-oh. like, you know, so she's like, Jem. So she starts like looking around. She's like looking because this house is so fucking big now. She's <laughs> looking in different rooms in the house. She's like, Jen, she goes and she looks outside. She looks in the breezeway and she's starting to increase. And then so she goes, she's starting to get panicky real fast. So you needed up. your stupid closure and you I didn't did. make sure he was dead. And now look what's happening. <laughs> and so then, so then she goes up to Germain and she's like, where's Jemmy? Where'd he go? And Germain's just sitting there being like, ball. And then she's like, Germain, look at me. Did you see a man? And he's just like, ball. <laughs> oh. And then Bree's like, Bree's like, Jemmy, Jemmy. She's looking outside. She's running around, freaked out. And then at this point, Lizzie and Marsley hear this and they come out into the hall and they're like, and they're like, we have candles. They're like, what's going on? And she's like, he took him. He took him. And then Marsley's like, what? Who? And Bree's like freaking out. She's like, I stepped outside for a minute. And Lizzie's like, we'll find him. We'll find him. So then Marsley's like, Marsley goes up. Oh, wait, to this Jemmy. is a redirect. I'm sorry. So Marsley goes up to Germain and she's like, Germain, Germain, where's Jemmy? And then Germain stands and he points sort of towards the door and he's like, ball. And then Bree's still like freaking out. And then, so then Marsley opens the door to, I don't know if it's to the porch or to another little room and sees Jemmy sitting there with, with the, the ball. ball. So like clearly uh. he had like fallen. And so then she's just like, oh, intent on finding his precious trinket. That's all. And Bree comes out and like picks him up. And then Marcy's like, there we are safe and sound. And then Lizzie. And so Lizzie's there, Mrs. Bug, like everyone had like been drawn by the shouting. Right. Yeah. And so then Marcy's like, all right, um, you know, off to bed. Everyone so sends Lizzie, Lizzie and Mrs. Bug like off to go to bed. Yeah, Marshall, can you calm down your cousin, please? And then, and then, and then, um, maybe make her a tea or get her some whiskey. I don't know. Cousin, cousin sister, cousin sister. Well, they're sort of sisters too, because yeah, she's married to Fergus. Well, in weird ways, because Jamie was Jamie's, literally her stepfather. Step yeah, okay, so they're stepsister. Ex, but then also sister in laws. Well, but then also, yeah, Fergus. Sister in laws is like her foster brother adopted brother so they're sisters okay. in many ways yeah you know. okay we'll go with sisters um but anyway so then she goes up to brie and she's like although it's been a while since we've heard marsley call jamie daddy <laughs> oh god <laughs> ah! please don't daddy. <laughs> do that don't do that um but anyway so then she no now she up- just calls Seamus that ew <laughs> so so now marsley goes up to brie and it's like me, me. regret saying yeah no especially when those were the words she actually referred to a father figure let's not yeah let's um, not that was disturbing take it back and then she's supposed to clarify when i see with you with daddy oh, you God. look like you like each other <laughs> um anyway so then um uh, Marsley goes to Bree. He's like, meet me in the kitchen. I can an honest cure for waking nightmares. So she's like, okay. So now we cut back to Brownsville. Roger's outside with his like book at a table and men are lining up and Roger's signing up men from the militia. And like a lot of them are walking up. They're like Connor Brown, Hiram Brown, Phineas Brown, Abner. And then, and then Roger's like, let me guess Brown. <laughs> and then, so signing all of these names. So now we cut to a scene so we can see that Mrs. Brown and then Alicia are mm-hmm. 
like showing Claire like outside up these stairs up to like where like her and Jamie's room are going to be for or I mean Jamie could sleep outside maybe the room is just meant for Claire I don't know but it's so Claire doesn't have to sleep outside with men um but I, oh no it is for the two of them so they go up and she shows her the room she's like will this do for you and your husband yeah as if jamie's gonna sleep outside when he knows i Claire's know like, i was like ah, absolutely not he's not leaving her alone Been there, done that. <laughs> oh we were so good we did so well sozo who are you seeing just gonna put a pause on the bar dog for a moment literally all she needs to see is just someone walk by and she just feels the need attack very upset she's so, grumbles so those it's okay she was asleep too she woke up and then she that's the worst jake's like that's sometimes jake has like the worst barks when he's like sometimes i'm literally just walking up the stairs but he's like was half asleep and he's yeah. like and you're like oh my gosh take a breather boy here you go um, good girl okay go back to okay sleep. but any any heel so we have yeah so yeah will this do for you and your husband yeah as if please do you think he's gonna be like, no, no? Oh, yes, just go sleep up there. He's gonna, Claire. He's gonna want. Him. He's gonna listen. James Fraser is gonna want some from his wife. Let's be real. Two <laughs> are older, but the the libido has not died. Um, and yeah, he's not gonna. When they have a chance, they. You're right. They spent so much time apart. He's like, absolutely not. Um, but anyway, she's like, oh, it's perfect. Thank you. And then she says, and then Mrs. Brown's like, I hope you don't think we're a family of ill repute with all that's happened. Claire's like, oh, please, honey, if I told you my backstory. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Went back to a former husband pregnant with my other husband's child. Like, it was a mess. Yeah. Um, And then you can't shock me very much. (laughs) And then Mrs. Brown's like, perhaps God sent you to bring us the babe for a reason. And then she says, if you're looking for a home for her, we would care for her as if she's ours. Mm -hmm. And Claire's like, that's very kind. And then Mrs. Brown's like, you see, Lucinda's own was born too little. She passed. So hence why, because Fergus said, no, there's no mothers, but she, and it clearly would have been very soon because Lucinda still has her milk. Right. So, right. Would have been very recent. Um, and then Claire's like, I'm so sorry. And part of me was like, oh God, they must just bring her right back to faith. Like, yeah. Um, and then um, Mrs. Brown's like, Alicia will help you with the bedding. Come and join us when you're, when you're ready. So Mrs. Brown leaves. And so it's just Alicia and Claire in the room. And Alicia is like helping, you know, they're helping to like put the sheets on the bed and all that kind of stuff. And so then Alicia sighs. And then she sort of looks at Claire and she's like, Mistress Fraser, I heard... Is, is Isaiah truly gone? And Claire looks at her and is like, better he stay gone considering your father's feelings about him. Yeah. And then Alicia is like, I know, but, and Claire looks at her and she's like, but, but what? Oh no, is she pregnant? And then she sits down on the bench. She's like, he's my first thought in the morning and my last thought oh. at night. He never spoke of marriage, but I would, I wouldn't have lain with him if I thought, will, will you ask your husband if he sees Isaiah again to tell him that I'll follow him he'll, wherever I'll do whatever. And then Claire like comes around to the bed to sit near. She's like in full mama mode right now too. She's mm-hmm. like, she's like, Alicia, Isaiah Morton is not worth leaving your family for. She's like, I'm sorry to have to be the one to tell you this, but he's already married. <laughs> and Alicia's like crying. She's like, She's like, what, what do you mean to whom? And yeah. Claire's like, 
I, I don't his know. <laughs> and Alicia's like crying. And then she's like, he told my husband. And then, you know, she sort of goes over to her or no. And then she goes over. So this is when she comes around the bed and sits next to her. And she goes over to her and she's like, oh, he's not worth your tears. And then Elise is like, what will I do? I'll never want anyone else. And no one else will ever want me. And she puts her hand on her stomach. <laughs> and Claire catches that right away. Yeah. Claire like Crackers. looks down. And she's like, Alicia, are you with child? And she's like, I think so. I don't know. And Claire's like, oh. And so then Claire like brings her into her Everyone chest. Everyone is too fertile in this world. <laughs> right? So fertile. And so then, um, so then, you know, Claire brings her in, you know, brings her into her chest and she's like sobbing and Claire's holding her and she's like, no, and she's hugging her and she's like, your family will take care of you. And Alicia's like, no, I've disappointed them. I've ruined my arm. Yeah, your dad does seem kind of like a dick. So and Claire's like, won't be very understanding about this. Right. And then Claire's like, shh, just trying to comfort her. And then Alicia's like, I wish I was dead. And Claire's like, no, no. No." Claire's like, no, that is the very last thing you should wish for. And she's like, she's like, like, you know, kind of cuddling Cuddling her her and all that kind of stuff too. Right. Um, and Claire's just like, <laughs> oh Lord, it's <laughs> roped into these things. Just, <laughs> I just love that. Like, oh, I sh- shouted that. Sorry, everyone. I got excited. I just <laughs> love too that. Like Claire just, she just has that like aura of like someone that mm-hmm. you can spill this to. Like Alicia barely knows her. Yeah. Alicia doesn't know her yet. She's confessing to her that she thinks she's knocked up in this illicit of like just has total trust in her. Like she just has that energy. She's right? mama bear Claire. Right. She just has that aura. Right. Yeah. Um. Okay. So now we're back at the Ridge. And so it's Brie and Marsley and they're sort of sitting at the kitchen table drinking and it's silence. And then Marsley looks at her and she's like, you're going to tell me what kind of devil you conjured. And then um, Brie kind of laughs. She's like, I did, didn't I? I conjured everything up somehow. And then it's like quiet. And then Marsley's like, I cannot help you if I don't ken what you're thinking. And then Bree's like, it's nothing. Marshmallow. Bree's like, it's nothing. I mean, I hope it's nothing. And then Marsley's like, then we'll just sit here and drink in sacred silence. <laughs> and then just, okay, you're not going to talk. Okay. And then um, Bree's like, it's, it's my own fault. I shouldn't have let Jemmy out of my sight. And Marcy's like, nothing happened. And then she, but Bree's like still blaming. She's all freaked out about that. Marcy knows there's more to it, but she's just very much like, I shouldn't have let him out of my sight. It's my fault. And she's like, holy shit, kids move and wander. It's yeah. okay. Like nothing happened. So then Marcy's like, I never told you this, but I killed my father. And Bree's like, Huh? <laughs> and then out of left field. And then Marsley's like, he beat us, hand, belt, pot, whatever was close, whatever he felt the urge, which was often. He once broke my lip. I couldn't speak for a month. I prayed every night that he would stop, wished him dead. And then one day he was arrested as a Jacobite. Though I prayed every night for God to take him, I let my mind be consumed by thoughts of all the terrible things that could happen to him. He died in prison. I killed him. And Bree's like, you didn't kill him. And then Marsley's like, you see, thinking, no matter how hard or long, doesn't make something come true. Or else she's sneaky. And then she's like, or else I'd be the queen of some castle filled with jewels and fine wine. And Bree like laughs a little bit. And then they like, 
they like cheers, like clink their glass. And she's like, thank you. Um, so cute little sister relationship. That's very cute. Right. Yeah. Um, and like, I, and I love, I love the dynamic too, because I can't remember, I can't credit it. Cause I cannot remember what interview it was, but I think there was at some point where in some of the early scripts, it was almost like the writers were almost trying to pit Claire against each or, other, Brie and Marcy against each other. Oh, I almost like, that. like, uh, and in a little bit of a rivals vying for Claire's attention and, 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 Jamie, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I think both of them and Katrina like went to them and were like no like why do we need to have this typical girls being enemies trope like can't there be like a sisterhood here and like I love that because yeah that would have been so sad like that's such a well yeah the girls have to hate each other they can't get along yeah well because like Marsley I mean we already started hating her Marsley hating Claire Claire, which was understandable but they've really really grown to like have this really sweet relationship and she sort of views her as a mother figure and she's like her apprentice and all this kind of stuff and I think it would have been very easy to have it Brie jealous of that or like Mm -hmm. or or like but this Marsley jealous of Brie and it's like nice to have this like agreed I think it's really cute Right. So I'm glad that that's the way. Cause you already going. had like the Claire Leary hate each other. Like yeah, we've had the yeah, enough girl drama, hat fighting drama. Like, right. It's just like family. So, um, but anyway, so now we're back in Brownsville. It is nighttime. Um, and we can see Josiah walks up to Claire and he's like, our men are, are putting up uh, the tents for the night mistress up the road you know, they need a hand. And Claire's like, okay, good. And as they're walking away, she goes, wait, she's looking at Kezi. And she's like, she's like, come here. Has Kezi walk up. She's like feeling his glands. She's like, open your mouth, stick out your tongue. And he does that. And she's looking, she's like, Jesus, L. Roosevelt, Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ. <laughs> Must you two be alike in every way? Is <laughs> like, is all that's well with him? And she's like, does your throat hurt from time to time? Like your brother's? And he sort of nods at Josiah and Josiah's like, I comes and goes. And Claire's like, well, there's nothing I can do about it tonight. So it's like, he has fucking tonsillitis too. Great. Oh no. (laughs) And so then Claire's like, well, there's nothing I can do about it tonight, but make sure to drink plenty of ale or to drink plenty water or ale and pitch your tent at a fair distance. And Josiah's like, I mistress. And they sort of walk off and there's a weird quick in shot here of Lionel just watching claire don't like those vibes don't like those vibes um so now we cut to sort of in the tap room we have jamie roger fergus they're talking and drinking um and claire enters and jamie sees jamie sees claire enter and sort of right away he gets up and walks over to her and he looks at her and he's like what is it sassanac i love you just like looks on her face what's wrong What's yeah. wrong? He's like, <laughs> what happened? Like, what is it, Sassanac? And then Claire's like, Kezi, his tonsils are as infected as his brother's. You know, must have contracted it from Josiah somehow. His fever's very high. Josiah's strong enough to wait for surgery, but I don't think Kezi is. Um, and so Jamie's like, Can you perform it here? And Claire's like, I need penicillin for this kind of surgery. Jamie's like, and you don't have that yet. And Claire's like, I feel I was close to finding the right strain before we left. Jamie's like, then you must return them to the ridge. Josiah is no use to me here. The ridge needs a hunter and Kaziah is no good to anyone dead. And Claire's like, what if you encounter the regulators? Won't you need me? 
Jamie's like, well, you said you didn't know of any battles. And Claire's like, no, nor, nor did Brianna. She's like, I don't want to leave you so soon. Jamie's like, mm-hmm. we didn't. And then he's like, we didn't spend a day in hell to secure the safety of those lads to see them suffer now. Heal them both. And so he gives her like a little forehead kiss. Oh. And then and then he says, and then return to me. And then he stands and he goes, Roger Mack. And so then, you know, Roger comes over. And then Jamie says to him, come Don, you'll escort Claire home. And Roger's like, what? Why? And Claire's like, I need to take the twins back to my surgery. Oh, my animal's barking now, if you can Whoop. hear that. Puppy. Um, he's like, I, I, you know, she's like, I need to take the twins back to my surgery. And Roger's like, what about the militia, the militia and Hillsborough? Jamie's like, I made you a captain without time to prepare you or teach you what the word meant. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then, no. And then, and then Roger goes from the old French Capitaine via the Latin and Jamie just cuts in, lead my wife home (laughs) (laughs) and then walks away. (laughs) And then Rogers. So then it's Roger and Claire standing there and he looks all like, you know, disgruntled. And then Claire's like, don't worry, we'll be back with them before you know it. And then Roger's like, it's not that that concerns me. He doesn't have any faith in me. And then Claire's like, he just entrusted you with the one thing he loves most. Me. And then Roger's like, I, it's like true. Cause boy, yeah. if you fuck up that task, you are gonna have some hell to pay. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if Brie could save you at that point. <laughs> oh shit. Um, okay. So now we quit, we have a quick cut back to the ridge. Like, so Brie, Brie's like looking through some old drawings and we see little drawings she's done of Jemmy. And then we can see she's been clearly drawing bonnet a lot. Right. And it's like really mm. dark twisted drawings and she takes them and she throws them all into the fire so we're like okay Bree's doing great um and now we cut back to brownsville everyone's dancing and drinking lionel is still lurking and sulking and creepy okay watching and so everyone's sort of dancing claire's in there dancing with people and then she comes back and she goes over to lucinda and lucinda's husband hiram and she, Lucinda's holding the baby and she comes over, she's laughing. She's like, go, go dance, dance. And so she takes the baby. And then Lucinda's like, I hope my mother-in-law told you that if you're looking for a good home and then her husband's there and he's like, we wouldn't, we wouldn't mind keeping her. Claire like Aww. kind of laughs and she's like, are you quite sure? And then Lucinda's like, it's not her fault how she came into this world. And we have plenty of room to spare now. She wouldn't be lacking for anything if you'd allow it. And Claire's like, well, I'd have to speak with my husband. Lucinda's like, of course. And then Lucinda goes in and dances while Claire's holding the baby. And Jamie's sort of at the other side. And he, again, he's watching Claire with the baby, right? As Claire has Mm. a baby in her arms. Um, And then we hear more cheering, drinking applause. And then um, Claire gives the baby to Hiram, Lucinda's husband. And it's like, here, would you like to take her? And so then, you know, hold. so he's like holding the baby looking at the baby and so then she goes in to join the crew and laugh and stuff and and so some of the the highlander men have brought out swords to do like now they're going to do like the traditional highland dance that was often done for a battle or whatever and so you know all that kind of stuff is happening so some of the men do it they're really bad (laughs) they're drunk and laughing and a mess and so then some of the guys come over to Jamie and they're like, go on, McDo, go on. And Fergus pushes Jamie to the center and Jamie's like, oh God. And so then he puts his hand out to Claire and she laughs and takes it. And he like spins her around and 
puts her back, you know, into the circle. And then he Mm -hmm. takes off his belt and his gun and he takes off his coat and he, you know, does the like Highland dance thing. And, you know, Sam practiced very hard for (laughs) Um, And Claire, and he was like, and it was very hard to do it in front of Katrina laughing, Uh, (laughs) laughing at him. Um, but, and Claire's standing there, they're all watching and clapping Claire's laughing and it's all a great time. Everyone's like, yes, McDo, go on McDo. And so then after that, we cut to the next scene. I love this scene. This is maybe my favorite scene in the episode. So Jamie and Claire have clearly, they've like gotten away from the crowd, right. For some alone time. So they're like going for a walk in like the woods or whatever in, in sort of the area. And so they're walking down like the pathway and Claire's like, I didn't know you could dance like that. And then Jamie like spins her, brings her back. They're giggling. Uh, they're both like a little tipsy, you know, yeah. like had some drinks. I mean, Jamie is usually really good at holding his alcohol. So I'd say she's a little more tipsy, but <laughs> Claire, not surprising. And then Claire's like, where are you taking me? And Jamie's like away from prying eyes. And they both laugh. And then, you know, he has his arm around her and she's like, well, I should warn you, sir. My husband is as jealous as he is handsome. And Jamie's like, oh, and then and she's like, and you should know. And then she does this thing where she like tries to get out from under his head, under his arm and tries to like knock him over. And she's like, and you should know. <laughs> and um, I, I can knock you off your feet, sir. And then they're like both laughing. And he's like, you can't even walk in a straight line. <laughs> like, and so then she's. So then she's at least like, it's not turtle soup again. Right. So then she's walking backwards, like facing him. And she's like, she's like, can you recite the alphabet backwards? And Jamie's like, I expect so English or Greek. And she's like, oh, never mind. If you can recite either of those forwards, then you're in better condition than me. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they're like, mm. so then they both kiss. And then um, Jamie kind of was like, there's a question I wanted to ask you. And Claire's like, what? And he's like, do you want we Bonnie? Do you want to keep her? We have a big house. I've seen you with her, Sassanac. Oh. I've seen I've seen how you would have looked with Bree. And I thought maybe this might be the last chance for us to raise a bairn together. Um, and he says, uh, and then Claire's like, well, what would you think if she stayed? And Jamie's like, here in Brownsville? And Claire's like, well, it's been suggested. Lucinda's taken a liking to her. I think she needs our wee Bonnie more than anyone. She'd be in good hands. And Jamie's like, well, Bonnie comes with the deed to the Beardsley property. After after the trouble with Alicia, it'd be a welcome addition to the Browns estate. And then he says, I have no life but you, Claire. But if you wanted another child, I thought that perhaps I might give you one. One that you wouldn't have to suffer carrying. And her face, my heart. And she's like, oh, Zozo, ruining the moment. Zozo stamping all over our heart mushy moment with Jamie and Claire just being cute AF um but yeah her face here is like oh my god like the way he says like you know one that you wouldn't have to suffer carrying it's like I know you almost died with the first one and lord knows all that kind of stuff right um Okay, so then, and then Claire pauses and she's like, please know that if it's at all possible, I'd love you even more for wanting to take the chance. Um, And then she says, I also regret that we were never parents together, but regret isn't a reason enough. And she's like, I love our life. I love our home together. Would we even be the best home for her? I mean, there is our obituary. And Jamie like pauses and he like kisses her hand. 
Oh. Probably like all oh, that shit. Oh no. All right. Kisses her hand. And then Claire's like, I am grateful for every day that we have. And Jamie's like, as am I. And then of course they do a little, their forehead touch. And then they kiss. <laughs> Zoe, you're ruining the moment. Zoe, people walk by. It happens. <laughs> Jesus, animal. I can see her tail going too. In the corner, I can just see it just going. Zoe, can, oh, she's still barking. Brittany fully has us on mute, guys, because like Zoe is just absolutely losing her shit right now, barking at someone out the window. Like her whole body is going into this bark. Like, you good, Zoe? You good? Oh, nope. She had to get a last one in. Zoe, you're ruining our Jamie Baby. moments. She didn't like, she said that was too much sappiness. My I had to break it gosh, up. She had to break it up. But anyway, so, you know, they say like, I'm grateful for every day we have as am I. And they have like their forehead touch and they kiss and they hug. And then Claire's like, and Marsley and Fergus, well, I'm sure they'll keep the ridge sufficiently populated if that's what you're worried about. And Jamie's like, yeah, that lass is with child every time Fergus lays eyes upon her and they both laugh. (laughs) And then Jamie's like, and he dares to joke about my virility. (laughs) And then they're like laughing. And then all of a sudden we hear like this gunshot in the distance. Uh-oh, There's like Eddie And Claire's like, that was a gun. And so then they start walking over to sort of investigate it. And then they can see that it's Alicia out over by the tree in her like nightgown. And she has a gun, one of those like old school revolver things that you would have to like, she's trying to like brace it in between her knees and like aim it at herself. Oh yeah. Girl. So they, so they see that. And Jamie's like, Alicia, Jamie and Claire, are like Alicia and, and Jamie's like Alicia. And he's like keeping Claire behind him. Cause well, yeah, she got a gun. guns are predictable. Well, and not even that she would intentionally try to shoot. No, Claire, but, but she's obviously struggling. <laughs> yeah. She's obviously struggling. He's struggling. Like, <laughs> Jamie's like Alicia. And then, you know, she just can, drops it. It might go off and we can see her arm is grazed. So she clearly like missed the first time and like Grace here. And then Alicia's like crying and she's like, I meant the bullet for my heart. Please leave me so I can try again. And then Jamie slowly, and she, poor girl, she like has it like this. She has her eyes closed. So Jamie's like, and yoink. (laughs) And now it's mine. (laughs) And yoink that it's my gun. And he grabs it. (laughs) And then once he has the gun, then he sort of lets Claire get past him. And then Claire runs over. Give her a hug. Claire goes over to her. She's sobbing. She's like comforting her. And then she looks at Jamie. She's like, she's wounded. We must get her home. Come. She's like, Shh, okay, it's okay. And Jamie put, takes his coat off and puts it around her. And they like, you know, lead her back to the room. And so now Claire takes her to like their room, Jamie and Claire's room. Well, yeah. How about instead of a wee baby, you just adopt another, <laughs> another daughter, <laughs> another girl, just keep them all coming. And so then, um, and then she, so then she sits her down and Alicia is sort of stunned. And she's like, it's all right, darling. It's all right. And Alicia is like, I'm all alone. I can't live with what I've done. I can't live without Isaiah. Um, okay, girl, don't let any boy get you that upset. And Claire's okay? like, oh, he's not worth it. Sweet summer child. And I mean, Claire can empathize with being pregnant with the child well, of the man sure. you love. But I mean, I'm not comparing that to like Jamie and Claire being married for three years and losing a child and being through war and then having to be hurtled through time and be separated and be married to yeah, me. Yeah, because like, I mean, you didn't you even know. know this boy because you didn't know he was married. Ooh. 
He, but, he doing he he's stringing you along because he wanted a little booty action okay oh dear but then she's like i can't live without isaiah and then claire you better than him her. girl claire kneels in front of him she's like you're not alone and your baby is worth living for and jamie's in the background being like oh baby. God. oh fuck, fuck. <laughs> he's, he's like, like i'm gonna kill morton myself <laughs> he has this like subtle little reaction of like oh jesus what a mess this couldn't get any worse <laughs> Um, and also, then, I just figured out that the the town's called Brownsville, and they're Browns. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's why. I connect that. <laughs> kind of like, why is Fraser's Sometimes Ridge named Fraser's Ridge? <laughs> yeah, because they're the Fraser's. Sometimes I'm dumb. <laughs> You're not dumb. There's just a lot of names and places in there. So. Um, and then so Claire turns and is like, Jamie, would you go find some whiskey? And he's like, you know, settle her nerves. And so then Jamie goes outside down. the. So he's outside going down the stairs to go find some. And all of a sudden Morton pops out out of nowhere. And Jamie turns and he's like, he's like, you're supposed to be He's like pissed. He's like, Morton, what in God's name are you? (laughs) Jamie's like, I'm just trying to have one goddamn night with my wife. What is happening? (laughs) Interrupted. Good Lord. And Isaiah's like, I couldn't leave, sir. Not without seeing Allie. Do you know where I can find her? And Jamie's like, Jamie's like the last... And he's like, he's like the last knows you've a wife already. If her father sees you, he'll shoot you on sight. She may stab you to the heart, bigamist that you are. And, and if neither of them is, and if neither of them succeed, I might just do the job myself. <laughs> um, and then, and then he says, what sort of man gets a last with child and no right to give it his name. And Mort- Morton's like with child. And then um, Jamie's like, I, she is now you best leave. And so then Isaiah pulls out a gun and goes, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't wish to harm you, but I must see Allie. And he's like holding a gun on Jamie. Jesus. And, Jamie and Jamie doesn't even flinch. He's like, put it down. You can find you will not shoot me. And so do I. So then Isaiah finally <laughs> like, just like, you're not going to shoot me, dude. Stop Zoe. it. Zoe, stop it. So then he okay. puts the gun down and then. So, so. Oh, oh, it's just people, Zoe. You faking me out. Stop it. She's thinking about it. <laughs> She's thinking about it. And it comes out of nowhere. It's just like shriek the RIP to everyone's eardrums. RIP headphone music. Oh, the little grumble, bro. Zoe. Zoe. Please, we only have it's a few okay, pages baby. to go, sweetie. We're almost, We're almost You're doing so good. I'm so proud of you. Oh, Do you come good. here? Do you want to come give me a hug? Just lie down. To make you feel better there we go zozo there we go my okay. stinky stinky puppy oh my gosh yeah <laughs> um <laughs> you're such a good mom i don't know if i'd be cuddling her after she rolled in poop this morning <laughs> <laughs> you know what uh, yeah what i do for you you stinky God. covered okay. dog the things we do for our kids you know um you so then poop um, okay. So then anyway, so he's like, I know you're not going to shoot me and, and you're right. So put it down. So then he puts the gun down and then Isaiah's like, I cannot speak ill of my wife, but neither one of us was happy. We haven't shared a home or a bed for two years now. We've no children. Allie, Miss Brown is my heart and soul. Please help me see her. Um, and then he's like, Ugh. so then she like Cody so Brown, then- they're going to be sister wives. So I'll then, come in full circle. I'll go in full circle. You guys so thought I was dumb bringing that up. And now we're back at it. Right. And so then. Polygamy. <laughs> poly, bigamy. Two. Polygamy. Just, well, oh, yeah, bigamy. Two. Oh, yeah. Polly is more. It's okay. More bigamy. than. Right. So, I mean, people wanted to call Claire a bigamist, but I maintain 
she was not because one husband didn't exist. exist. One yeah. didn't exist at either time. And and she was just kind of technically when, a pre-widower. And then when Jamie married Leary, Claire wasn't in existence because she was in the future. And then when she came back, that marriage gets null and void. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, bye. Um, but anyway, okay. so okay. we're, we're now okay. back with Claire and Alicia. You were just you stinky puppy we're we're back with claire and alicia and you know claire's like you know comforting alicia and she's like she says to her like nothing in this world is worth taking your life for and then we hear the boys enter we hear in comes isaiah and she stands up right away runs they hug each other they kiss each other she's like i thought you girl and be stronger than that Isaiah's like, I should be gone. Is it true? You're with child and Jamie and Claire, like Claire immediately walks over to Jamie. She kind of has her back to them. She's like, I don't want to watch them make out. I'm going to give them a moment. <laughs> yeah. She's facing Jamie. They're looking at each other and they're watching each other like these damn kids. kids. <laughs> and we're like, okay, Jamie and Claire, though, like, look at you two. You what, what'd you put me through? <laughs> I was going to say, do you know what you put us through? You madly yeah. in love. Um, and then Alicia's like, is it true that you're married? And Isaiah's like, yes. And, and then Elisa's like, and you love her. And then Isaiah's like, I only love you. Um, and Jamie and Claire are killing me with their reactions in the corner. And then we can hear a knock on the door and they're like, oh, panicky. And Claire goes to answer. And then she lets the person in because it's Roger. And Roger walks in. He's like, I have the muster roll here, Colonel. I just wanted to. And he pauses and he sees Isaiah. He's like, Morton, what are you thinking coming back? <laughs> and then Isaiah's like, I'm a fool, as you said, as are you as is the colonel, are you both telling me that if someone told you to leave, told you that you'd never see Mistress Mackenzie or Mistress Fraser ever again, you'd stand for it. And then we get a shot of Claire standing there being like, well, he has you there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't really argue with that one. Jamie. And then, right. And then, and then, um, Isaiah's like that you'd obey without a fight. If either of you would go and leave the women you love with all your hearts, say it now say you'd go and I'll walk out of here without another word. And then it's like a pause and they're both just like, well, shit. Oh, and Claire's just like, oh, okay. And so then Isaiah looks back to Alicia and she's like, and he says, so I was biding my time. I had to wait for night to fall to prove it to you. Will you have me? And maybe bold and reckless and foolish, but how can I live without you? And she's like, or I without you. And they're like hugging each other. And then Claire just like looks to Jamie and she's like, they can't stay here. And Jamie's like, no, they cannot. Yeah, no. <laughs> Morton, you're going to be dead. <laughs> right. So now we cut to the next scene. So it's clearly dawn, like, you know, daybreak mm-hmm. outside. It's very quiet. We see Claire is in her room. She puts her, I just knocked the mic again, sorry. She just puts her shawl on and looks out the window. And we can see that Alicia and um, Isaiah are on a horse and Jamie is sort of leading them and like Roger's a lookout. Like they're trying to like stealthily like get them out. And then Alicia's foot knocks over one of the barrels and like Mm -hmm. makes a noise. And then Roger like tries to stop them. And we're like, is it noisy? Is it noisy? Um. And it's quiet. So then, and so then they got to get better at sneaky sneaks, girl. Right. And then they go off. So then they they go off. He's like, go, go get out of here. And so then Jamie goes to create a distraction and takes some time for them to get out of there, goes and lets all the horses out. (laughs) 
so then he lets them go and they they just start thundering down the road and then you hear all the brown men running out being like those are our horses get after them well so now they're all preoccupied with this so then you can see both brown brothers are like barely in their clothes like they've just woken up and they're outside and jamie comes walking up the road with one of the goats and it's like <laughs> bleh, bleh. <laughs> and then jamie's like jamie's like this you know he's like you know caught this wee devil roaming about and he's like must have startled the horses they didn't take kindly to our cloven hooved friends and it's like Meh. <laughs> and then and then jamie looks up at the window where claire's looking out and cc and then lionel i don't know why he did that lionel clocks this and he like looks and he's like mm, he seems okay. weird. and so now we get so now the final shot we get a shot of claire we have from her behind standing at the window and this is a this is the title sequence this is a shot in the title sequence actually mm. where it says katrina Belf. so like okay. this is her title sequence shot but we get her standing there watching and we get a voiceover and it says claire says adultery betrayal dishonor excuses could be made of course i know i made my own when i was separated from frank by a power i didn't understand and we get shots of like the men chasing the horses and isaiah mm. and, and alicia making their escape and then claire says and yet wherever you are you make choices foolish ones or ones that save yourself or someone else all you can hope for is that the good will outweigh the harm that may come of it an end of episode interesting so that is that that is where we are with that so we're now a third of the way through the season okay one third of the way through so because there's 12 eps um so hey hey but in general what are your i guess what are your thoughts on what we've seen so far where we're going i know you there's still a have... lot of people yes this is true I but i'm liking everyone except for roger everyone's really funny in the interactions and i like the there's a lot of goats there's like a lot that. of goats. i mean you don't seem to be too fond of, of the the male browns well mainly no. just the bros hiram brown seems fine lucinda seems yeah. great alicia seem great. you sweet summer child yeah He's, silly one the lionel dude seems a little bit creepy and i don't know how i feel about the richard he might cause some troubles but mm. the lionel one just seems just yeah richard seems a little more like level-headed one yeah but um yeah lionel's uh i don't know the vibes uh, the vibes are off yeah um so yeah, so now we end this episode. Claire is gonna have to go back to the ridge. Jamie's gonna have to with the twins onward. I like the twins. Yeah, doing some tonsil tonsil work, and you know she's gonna try to get her penicillin working and all that jazz. Um, but I guess at the end of this, there's so many people. Jesus. So if we're gonna look at the big house, I don't know where where are um. We have to differentiate. There's too many Browns, but let's just there go are. with like, <laughs> go with like Lucinda and Hiram and the baby. Cause they're going to be mainly oh, yeah. keeping me Bonnie. Okay. So, so, so there's those Browns. Yeah. So I feel like they, they can be in like a little downstairs bedroom. Okay. Hanging out. Wrong. Hanging out yeah. with a new babe. Yeah um and Get then quality fan time 
pay attention, right? And then there's like, and then there's like Lionel and Richard Brown. <laughs> Zozo, she lulled us into a full sense of security. She did. She did. She did. Zoe. I know. I said the Browns, and she just went, nope. Don't like them. Oh, okay. Hold, please hold everyone. I think there's someone knocking at the door, which has caused the dogs to go ape shit. BRB. Okay, we're back. Um, so yeah, it was like we said the brown. Someone knocked at my door. <laughs> right. And it coincided so with not happy. <laughs> it coincided with me being like, okay, so oh, yeah. Richard and Lionel Brown. So I feel like Richard. there's Richard and his wife, and then there's Lionel and his daughter and well okay, Alicia well, get away <laughs> but okay so I say like they should just be in the forest still trying to find the horses horses <laughs> I feel like these horses are just like a plus at like because they also probably don't like them and are like you know what your daughter's pretty cool so we're gonna help her out so they're just like trying to track Bye. horses down they're just like on playing hide and seek with a bunch of horses yeah. for like a week so Fair I think enough. that's really funny so they're just like on a, a hunt. So that's fine. They can be, yeah. pre- they can be preoccupied. Um, and then we have um, Brie and Marsley. I feel like Brie and Marsley and um, what's the daughter's name? Allie? What's her name? Oh, Alicia. 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 Oh I cannot remember all these names. Alicia. <laughs> it's really pretty, but I'm not going to remember that. Okay. I want the three of them to like. They can be at the kitchen, just like having some cute time with like uh, Jemmy and Jermaine and like drinking tea and just like, cause they've all like been through some traumatic boy things. So I feel like, yeah, all confessing them to Claire at different points. They've all had various levels of the talk with Claire or talks with Claire. So let's have like the the sisters together. And then I feel like where's Isaiah, where's Isaiah, where's Isaiah then? Morton. Oh yeah, Morton. That's his name. See, I can't remember. I was like, I say who is that? Morton. Okay, so Morton and Seamus and Roger can go mm-hmm. be playing out back and just like drink drinking more whiskey drinking. and singing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like Jake John Quincy Myers can be out there with them too. And yeah! the other the other the other dude, like <laughs> Sinclair. And we're almost there, Zozo. We're almost there. Yeah. Um, and like, because I want Jamie and Claire to be like, have some alone time. Yeah. Getting God. disrupted. So let's have the boys out back, like with like a campfire and finally Roger Ooh. can sing in a more appropriate time. Exactly. Away from me. And then the girls can not, the girls can be in like the living room with the, like babies, hanging out, hanging yeah. out and like, well, they all drink. And I guess anyway, so they can have whiskey wine. Oh, right, right, right. And then Lucinda and Hiram are in their own place. Yeah, yeah. And then Jamie and Claire can just maybe have some alone time because yeah. they've been on the road surrounded by men, but also like every time they just keep getting yeah. interrupted and like, yeah. you so know, they just need some alone time right now. Thanks. I don't want to watch the sexy times, but they can have it <laughs> where we can't hear oh my god it's so funny too because there's like one scene that when it leads up remember last up where it was like um you know where jamie says the line in front of all of the men where they're like so what's what's it for you mcdo heads or tails and he's like i'll sleep well no matter how i'm laid <laughs> yeah and the book claire was like that was sort of him joking but also being like any of you get a little yeah. raunchy in the night don't 
having effing think about going near her. Yeah, um, mine. And then, um, and then there's also a scene I think where they're like um, in the tent and <laughs> they're in the tent, like very aware that there's like people around them, but like trying to figure, like <laughs> trying to like stealthily like have sex like in the tent. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. There's also gotta do what you got to do. There's also a scene in one of the books where they're on the road. Um, I it must have been a book four where they're on the road and like like and Ian's like with them and he like he very clearly knows that they're like very clearly knows that they're like under the blanket over in the corner doing things. <laughs> and he knows about he like clearly knows he's like that's the noise Uncle Jamie makes when he's uh da, da, da. Oh, <laughs> like, when no. Auntie Claire's doing this and you're like oh, oh my god ah. love them um okay and then where are and then where the where's like Lizzie and the bugs is Lizzie with like Lizzie and like Mr. And Mrs. Bug and well ladybug and lizzie can be with in the parlor and they could be drinking wine and then mr bug can beetle bug can be outside beetle bug can be with all the men okay i feel like that's like the main and the twins should be resting because they had surgery or they will be having surgery soon so they should be sleeping they got tonsillitis they're they're resting fair enough fair enough yeah. And I think that's like most of the main players from the app. Yeah. I feel like right now the main important part is the new little family's bonding. Claire and Jamie have some alone time. And then everyone else just take a breather because we're about to get into some shit. Yeah, you feel like some shit's about to hit the fan. So like everyone can just like have some time together to just enjoy some some cuteness with the fam. Fam yes. jam. It's a fam jam. Very true. Very true. Yeah, we're they're gathering this militia to deal with mm-hmm. the regulator nonsense. Things are new. Who knows? There's bonnet sniffing around. There's yep, some shit about to happen. Bonnet, so. bonnet sniffing around. It's very true. Which he kind of popped up because we got his little coin, or like obviously it's alluding to that. So mm-hmm. let's just have him just. I think I had him in a pit with like ants biting him. Like, let's do true. some. Fair enough. Let's like pour some bleach Fire on ants. those wounds. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. Let's just, just, just because he just, every like, time. Why not? It. Yeah. Because fuck you. We have like little, it, that's why. Yeah. Let's just like have little paper cuts all over him. And then he has to like be in bleach and it hurts. Mm, and just ouch. Ooh. Yeah. Cause I can't kill him yet. Jamie has to, but we're going to get there. We'll, we'll, we'll work our way there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, friends. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode we will your eardrums yeah so we apologize mm-hmm. if it makes you feel better though you had to hear that i had to hear it and smell her she smells it's like true. bear poop so nice um, love and, her but... and blue's just so quiet and honestly guys <laughs> i'm probably not gonna edit those barks out because they're happening because it's it takes me forever to find them oh my god i think it was episode i think it was episode one where it was like it was oh, yeah, the, they were it was melting the, it down. Was the, it was the season four recap wrap up, and then episode one, five hundred one, were the two that like they were really bad before we figured. You know yeah. what? If you're in the living room, it's better. Um, and oh my god, I probably spent like an hour and a half trying to edit out in the second one because there was so many times where it was just like, like whenever you're not talking, I can do it. If you're talking, I can't. But can't it like it. it took so long. I'm like, you know what? They got better. There's maybe two to three barks. The rest of the in in the rest of the episode sorry everyone just might pop up i guess <laughs> like, human. like sorry we're not it's just gonna happen but 
we will see you next week with episode five 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 almost halfway getting there we're getting there craziness so stay safe everyone Mm -hmm. and um this will come out sometime in september so it's it's the very beginning of september right now for us so by the time this comes out it'll be mid-september to late september i don't know happy fall y'all happy fall y'all we're approaching spooky season but anyway stay safe have fun and we'll you know we appreciate you when you find us on our social media out she's at she's an outlander no dots no dots dots facebook twitter instagram all the things email if you so wish Mm -hmm. and we'll see you next week everyone Bye. bye